Welcome to 9to5Mac Daily for Friday, February 3rd, 2023. I'm your host, Chance Miller. Leading off, Apple is eliminating one of its most high-profile executive positions. Bloomberg reports that the role of industrial design chief, the vice president of industrial design, is being eliminated as part of a broader shakeup, and under the new structure, the design team will report directly to Apple's chief operating officer, Jeff Williams. Evans Henke has been Apple's top product designer in this role since 2019. She is a successor to Johnny Ive, who departed Apple in 2019 and had been serving as the industrial design chief. Under the current structure, Henke is responsible for hardware design, while Alan Dye is responsible for software design with the title of VP of Human Interface Design. But Evans Henke is set to leave Apple within the next few months, as previously announced in October. And once she leaves, Apple is not planning to name a new executive to fill the industrial design chief position. This is a significant change to Apple's leadership structure, as the vice president of industrial design has existed for decades, Under the new structure, Apple's, quote, core group of industrial designers will now report directly to Jeff Williams, Apple's chief operating officer. Under the previous structure, Hankey reported to Williams, but the core design team reported to Hankey. But Apple's longest tenured designers will get larger roles within the design team as part of this reorganization, although none of them will be elevated to the top-level industrial design chief. Jeff Williams has had an increasingly broad range of responsibilities at Apple. He oversees Apple's entire worldwide operations, as well as customer service and the AppleCare business. He also leads Apple's health-related projects, quote, pioneering new technologies and advancing medical research. Williams is viewed as a potential successor to Tim Cook for the role of Apple CEO, Apple is said to be increasingly focused on succession planning, with Tim Cook entering his 13th year as Apple's chief executive officer. Finally, the increasing involvement of operations executives within Apple's design process has been criticized, both by external Apple commentators and designers and creatives inside of the company. The decision to put Williams, a veteran operations executive, at the top of the design team structure, is unlikely to ease any of those concerns, but what remains to be seen is just how much of a hands-on approach he'll be taking in the day-to-day runnings of that design team. In other news today, Apple's highly anticipated earnings for fiscal quarter one of 2023 are here, covering the months of October, November, and December. This quarter represents the ever-important holiday shopping season for Apple, but it was also a quarter significantly impacted by supply chain shortages. With all of that said, Apple reported revenue of $117.2 billion and a profit of $30 billion. That represents a decline of 5% in revenue and 13% in net income compared to the same quarter one year ago, and this is Apple's largest decline year-over-year in revenue since 2016. Apple also missed analyst expectations by just over $5 billion, but the broader context here is that Apple battled significant supply constraints in the first quarter, primarily affecting the iPhone 14 Pro and iPhone 14 Pro Max. 
Apple no longer reports unit sales for any of its products, but instead it reports a breakdown of revenue by product category. So for the first quarter of 2023, the iPhone generated $65.8 billion in revenue, a roughly 9% decline year over year. The Mac generated $7.7 billion in revenue, down 40% year over year. The iPad generated $9.4 billion, an increase of around 23% year over year. Wearables, home, and accessories generated $13.5 billion, down 9% year over year. And finally, services set a new all-time revenue record at $20.8 billion, an increase of just over 6%. One thing Tim Cook did say on Apple's earnings call with investors is that had Apple not faced such significant supply constraints on the iPhone 14 Pro, then revenue for the iPhone business in the first quarter would have been higher than it was in the first quarter of 2022. So this means Apple saw at least a $6 billion impact on its iPhone revenue because of the supply constraints. We've got our full breakdown of Apple's first quarter 2023 earnings at the link in the show notes below. That wraps up another week of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, if you like the show, please be sure to subscribe in Apple's podcast app or in Overcast or Spotify or wherever you listen every day. And while you're there, it's very helpful to the show if you leave us a five-star rating and a review. You can follow along with me on Twitter at Chance H. Miller or on Mastodon at Chance H. Miller at Mastodon.social. Find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com and we'll be back on Monday for a new week of 9to5Mac Daily.